This is Bedside, a podcast series on a mission to debunk sex. I'm your host, Tatiana, and each week we'll uncover stories, ideas, routines, and expert information to help guide you on your ever-evolving journey of good sex. We believe that through democratizing sexual wellness, we can shift cultural taboos and make way for authentic and limitless access to pleasure, joy, and connection to the body. Hello, everyone. It is a new year, and it's been a moment since I've been back on the mic, so I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? <laughs> um, but no, I took I took a nice break over the holidays, um, and I really hope you did too. I hope everybody kind of took some time and moments of relaxation in the midst of kind of just the craziness of what this new year means and the holidays and if you were with family and um yeah it's it's always so funny entering January and I think the collective experience that I've witnessed so far is kind of everybody's dropped a little bit of that kind of new year new me bs and we're all just like okay it's kind of been a wild time. What does this new year have to bring? And also, I don't know. I think I saw somewhere it was Glennon Doyle talking about how <laughs> she said January has an insane PR team. Um, and it just totally had me cracking up because um, it's just as if the month of January is has just the most to say and the most to do and they're on such an agenda and the advertising teams and the copywriting teams and the branding teams are just like full steam ahead um capitalizing off of our self-doubt if you will (laughs) (laughs) and self-improvement a constant need for that um but no in in all seriousness I'm I'm really excited to come to the mic today and really kind of have a bit of a 2022 reflection Um, and kind of get really real with you and align with you and get on the same page with not only what this past year was, but really where I'm excited to kind of connect with you and be with you in this new year. Basically, 2021 was a really, really pivotal year for me. Um, I think first and foremost, on a personal level, It was kind of the first time I really entered a really devoted relationship with myself. And I think it kind of was marked by a lot of the world slowing down and then me also making it a priority for myself to slow down and kind of like stop playing catch up consistently. And because of that, I really kind of have been getting to know myself and be in really deep co-creation more so than I've ever been and it's felt so intentional 
And it's also felt really hard, like, whoa, to just like be so deeply connected to my needs and desires and sometimes the temper tantrums that my emotions decide to throw. And so <laughs> it's just definitely been a really intimate relationship. And it's it's really allowed me to get clear on what is my top priority for this year, which I decided to kind of do a lot differently Um because intentions and goals felt a little too, it just didn't feel right for this year after so much that's happened. Like I, I think I've leaned and understood the pillar of what an uncertainty has meant for me. I think a lot of people feel that way, just like, hmm, I don't know if I really want to like list out what I'm trying to get done because life is uncertain and we've kind of learned to lean in in different ways. And so my top priority has been really centered around feeling good just like above all costs, allowing myself to feel good and come first all the time, like top line priority between work, between family, between my partnership, between just my day-to-day obligations, I always come first. And so reorganizing that priority has just been so important for me. And I think I started that in 2021, but now I can genuinely say that that is my intention moving forward in 2022. And I hope it's yours too. Like (laughs) that we are, all of our top priorities should be feeling good and putting ourselves first above all cost. So that's kind of where, where my heart is at. And the reason why I can pretty confidently identify that my top priority for this year is really about feeling good is because I actually in full transparency, spent a lot of this last year not feeling so good. It was a really big mental health journey for me. And it's it's why I can also confidently say I've been in the deepest relationship with myself than I have ever before. It's because I was faced with really a lot of different things that kind of poured into a, a massive unraveling and then a really big healing journey with myself. And I hit a bit of a breaking point. It was this past spring. Um, and it was really between a recipe of events, you know, the pandemic. I went through an episode of major grief. I lost an entire group of friends. I was in a lawsuit with Bedside. Someone, a very large name, was after what I've built. Just like huge shit on top of a pandemic. Gosh, it even just feels so good to fucking say that to you guys because I've kept so much in. Like I just, and this is like part of my like massive unraveling even in therapy is just like learning how to not keep so much stuff in and and like be in conversation with myself and be okay with feeling uncomfortable and uncertain and like feeling horrible and shitty because of grief and because I'm being sued and or was being sued it's settled now thank god what a headache that was um (laughs) geez but basically I I really hit a breaking point and it led me into an anxiety and a panic disorder that I'm in recovery for and I've been moving through as gracefully as I can but I just want to be open and honest about that. Like that this past year was not easy by any means. Um, And I think even if we can be more open about things like mental health with one another, that 
is such a key. I'm sure there's somebody listening who's like, oh my God, I have an anxiety disorder too. Like those things have been really important for me to start creating dialogue around and has kind of been my North Star for feeling good and also for creating content for you guys. And so I also want to like make a caveat here too that in the midst of kind of this rock bottom, if you will, that it allowed me to actually experience deep levels of joy and contentment and just fun that I hadn't experienced in a really, really long time. So I feel like the ability for me to access the depths of my emotional edges, and I I actually made a post about this, I'll link it in the show notes, but I made a post about this a couple months ago when I was kind of really in the midst of it, and a lot of my processing is super visual because I'm just a hyper-visual person and creator and whatnot, but I made a post about how I believe that a lot of, there are a lot of different routes that kind of can push you to your edge, and a lot of people get uncomfortable when they're at the edges of themselves. Um, The pandemic can push you there, trauma can push you there, a breakup can push you there, all sorts of different experiences, and when you get to your edges, they're uncomfortable, and they're uncertain, and they come with a lot of different emotional weight and heaviness, right? And so this was the first time that I had hit an edge and I decided to investigate what was up. And by actually taking time to investigate that and get familiar with it and train myself that this wasn't necessarily a bad place to be, that feeling uncomfortable was just uncomfortable, that it didn't mean or need to be anything more or deeper than that, um, allowed me to experience a depth of myself and a line of communication with myself that intrinsically led me to a really deep way of connecting to my joy and connecting to my pleasure and connecting to the things that really, I think, bring bring me to life, bring out that life force energy from me. So I just want to, I, I kind of want to share that because whether or not you've been through it or are going through it in some way, I really think that is the silver, or I heard someone say the gold lining to the human experience, right? Like not everything's going to be a hundred percent perfect all the time. And there are periods and waves of things just not going the way that you want them to go. And in an interesting way, that's kind of our collective experience right now. Like not every, like this is just a weird freaking time. So, (laughs) um, yeah, I just kind of want to want to throw that out there too. And it's it's what's allowed me to really prioritize that that central feeling of honoring feeling good at all costs. Um and that doesn't always mean feeling good. It means that I'm allowing myself to access wherever I'm at and that allows me to just be my best and most authentic self. So it's not like, "Oh, I'm trying to feel good and bypass any other feeling around me. It's really, I'm going to center my top priority is me. And so what are the practices and things that are going to facilitate me being able to physically release an emotion, not let it manifest and create a physical problem within me, but allow it to escape my body. I actually had a wild experience yesterday in a meditation where I was just feeling really the constriction of hitting my edge, if you will. Um, And uh, 
I was kind of getting into black and white thinking and comparison and all those sorts of things. And I really like I, I physically will feel my body kind of just tighten, like my muscles will get tight. And so I went to my mat and I just rolled it out and I kind of started to stretch. And then I dropped into a really deep meditation. Um, fun fact, go if you go to I really like Tara Brock. Um, she has a few meditations on Spotify along with a podcast and I dropped into one of her meditations and I totally just allowed myself to release and I just felt my body like physically started kind of contracting. It was a really interesting experience and I was like, oh, this is my grief coming in a wave again and expressing itself out and moving itself through my body. So um, alongside with just acknowledging these emotions with allowing myself to be in the human experience, giving myself a lot more permission in this space. Um, I've also developed just more practices to honor that time and space. So it looks like slowing down. It looks like taking time to meditate if I'm feeling myself constrict or if I'm just feeling good, just allowing myself to meditate, allowing myself to move my body, do my daily walk. That is my saving grace. I call it the daily walk RX. It's like a prescription. It's like I, I do it because... It's meditative and sometimes I'll start with such resistance. I never regret a walk. I never regret a walk. I never regret moving my body in any type of way. So yeah, I say this because I just want to kind of show the duality of what our experiences are Um, and that yes, I've hit a rock bottom but also I've found a gold lining within it and it's given me so much energy and momentum to share that with you. Finally, it's taken a lot to really like share this piece because sharing bits of your mental health is so vulnerable. Um, But I really want to inspire that for kind of where I'm ready to bring bedside in this upcoming year. That kind of segues me into how I'm ready to take bedside and the conversations we have here to the next level and it's really because I believe that community heals right the more that we share our truths the more that we reveal universal truth and that's why there that's why we listen to podcasts that's why we share stories that's why we create novels that's why we create art right like we create important dialogue that then we get to see and find ourselves in pieces of that and that's my number one job here like I am here to tell and reveal stories and to allow ourselves to find ourselves within all of that. And so that's what really gets me so excited about kind of this up-leveling, this next level of where I'm ready to take bedside, where I'm ready to even like take myself and my own personal growth. And I don't think any of that couldn't have happened if I didn't hit a rock bottom. I'm really excited to share more of my truth to share more of just like my beingness and really bring that to the table and just to continue having the real conversations and stories with all of the people that I interview here on the show and make a lot more space for that vulnerability. I I think that is such a pillar in the connection between all of us. So (laughs) yeah, that's kind of where, that's where my head is at these days. I think too, I'm also really ready to have a lot more fun with creating, 
um, and the conversations that we have here. Like I'm really ready to have fun. In general, I'm ready to like stop taking myself so seriously. Um, And it's not even that I think I'm such a serious person, but I'm just ready, like I said, to have a little bit more fun with things, to be more playful and to strike that balance a bit better. And of course, as I as I was speaking to earlier, like I really want to bring a little bit more mental health into the conversation on much more of a granular level, mostly because I believe and it's quite a well-researched fact that sex starts in the brain and all the conversations that we have on the podcast here are really linked and centered around how sexuality is our life force energy and how we can use that and how we can understand ourselves better and how we can have better sex and pleasurable experiences but also how we can share our unique selves right like our sexuality, our life force energy is the way we express. It's the way we share, receive, relate, understand, connect. So I think really tackling that sex starts in the brain is so important to me and that when our nervous systems are wound up, when we are in stress, right, like we're not thinking about sex. So I, I'm, I'm really passionate about all this stuff because of the journey that I've been on, because of what I've been experiencing and seeing. I think these feel like a lot of loose ends and I hope that this is easy to track and follow. But I share this because I, these are kind of my collection of thoughts and musings right now as I've kind of really been sitting and marinating with what bedside is and how important it is to me and how much and how passionate I am about creating community around these conversations and so yeah I'm just I'm really happy you're here I'm really happy that you're a listener whether this is your first episode you're listening to or whether you've been here since the beginning but yeah this year I just really want to encourage us to to ask and seek for what we need to put ourselves first to center feeling good and yeah if if you're feeling like you are in a place where you want to potentially do a bit of a annual reset collect and reflect what this year has meant feel free to head to thebedside.co backslash reset ritual i've created a free worksheet um, and it was really just based off kind of what i did and and felt intuitively like i wanted to do when the new year was coming coming around and how i was craving to reset and reflect on different things so Um, This really just comes kind of from my heart and if you are looking to kind of realign with yourself and see where you're at, I really recommend go checking that out. That's thebedside.co backslash reset ritual. Um, But if not, I mean, hey, journaling is always so amazing. So at best, you could just whip out your journal and take, take some time to reflect on what this year was because when I just kind of let myself pour that out, it was so wild what was revealed to me and I felt really called to share some pieces of that with you guys here and kind of share where I'm excited to bring the podcast where I'm excited to bring the community which is you guys I I I really crave to be in much more deep and consistent conversation with you guys I've got a few plans up my sleeve (laughs) for how that that can go down but Really, um, you might see me asking a little bit more questions from you guys and really building a community and resource and destination where we can have these real conversations and moments of reflection and times of celebration and joy and humor really around (laughs) this human experience. So I hope that we get to do that together. Yeah, I'll keep this short and sweet. 
I'm really excited for the interviews that are down the line that are coming out even this month. I've got some amazing conversations um, that do center around sex and mental health. We've got an OBGYN coming on. I cannot wait for her. My gosh. We've got sex therapists, some founders in sex tech. So yeah, I think this will be a really fun year that we're entering into. Um, I'm feeling a lot of good energy and kind of momentum around it. So yeah, like I said, I'll keep this short and sweet. I'm going to be going on my daily walk rx right now need that so badly for just my well-being so yeah i will be doing that and i am really excited to enter this new year with you guys and can't wait to just share more of myself hear a little bit more of you let's do this also i had a few followers reach out and be like where are the good sex hoodies so those are going to be coming i believe in february we're going to be doing a new merch drop of the good sex hoodies and i'm so ready for that so keep an eye out i will of course let you know when they're officially live and when you can go grab your own comfy cozy hoodie yeah all right guys i'll see you next week Thank you for listening to the Bedside Podcast. If you liked this episode and want to follow along with similar stories and interviews, be sure to check out our Instagram at The Bedside and thebedside.co online. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and of course, share with your friends. It's the best way you can support us and our good sex mission. Thank you for listening.